Good morning. Welcome to all those joining us for Likute Alofas. Yoridea, Chedekalet, Hilchas Yayin Esef, Alofa Dalet, Paragraph Yud Dalet. Today is the 14th of Av. We dedicate the Shir today, Lili Nishmas, my uncle and aunt who passed away without leaving behind any living children. Avram God ben Nosniakov and Achai Finkel Bas Redovid. Both of them passed away on the same day, years apart. And there were people that said that my aunt did not want to be matriach anybody. She never wanted to be matriach anybody. So she left the world on the same Hebrew date as her husband so that she didn't add an additional yard site to the family. And we also dedicate the Shri Elihu and Nishmas, Tuvia Bravisrael Yitzchok, Yurachmiel Benil Ben Gedalia, Rose de Basi Tamar, and being that we will not have a shir on, on Shabbos that will be recorded, we dedicate today's shir also, Leo Nishma slave whose yard site is on the 16th of Av, and also Mazal Bas Rabiakwe Valeya, whose yard site is on the 16th of Av. We dedicate the learning for a complete refuel shalema for all those that need it. Including Chaviva Chana Basgalia, Yusbehendel Maskitalea, Sorwachel Bas Yusbehendel, Avivan Bas Yusbehendel, Soralea Bas Chavalipa, Shimon Zulun Ben Soralea, David Yaakov Ben Pina, Shonanisim Ben Mazel, Avram David Ben Chana, In the Chasa Bas Chana, Idis Bas Miriam Brindel, the Soyach Sharafeli Israel. Paragraph Yudalit. This is a long paragraph, but from Ramosazal is very clear. The Alkane, and based on what we've been learning till now, regarding just about all sins in the Torah, the rule is that if a person is put to the test and told either you commit this sin, Either you break Shabbos, either you eat treif, or I'll kill you. The person should commit the sin rather than allow themselves to be killed. We'll see soon what the exceptions to this are. Because all of the mitzvahs and sins in the Torah are all basically to help us work towards formatting the heavenly light in a positive way for the sake of blessing, not to format the heavenly light into a curse. Because the main foundation of the entire Torah is faith. By believing in Hashem, we get to understand Hashem and achieve greater recognition of Hashem. As the Pesach says, I wed myself to you with faith, and I get to understand Hashem. And as it says in the Pesach in Tehillim, all of the mitzvahs are faith. All of the mitzvahs are a display of our faith in Hashem, 
and are, are to strengthen and deepen our faith in Hashem. Because the main purpose for Hashem creating everything was for us to be able to understand and achieve recognition of Hashem. However, this is a known fact. That Hashem is way, way, way above our ability to understand. Especially since our soul is cloaked in physical matter, this base body which has in it some of the negative effects of, of man eating from the eight sadas, of Odomarishan eating from the eight sadas. And in addition, our neshama has in it negative effects from the fact that we were not necessarily born in holiness, our parents were not ne- did not necessarily conduct themselves on the highest degree of holiness. And especially, in addition, any damage that we have done to our own Nishamas along the way as a result of our sins. However, despite all of this, Hashem has pity on us for his sake, for Hashem's sake. And Hashem shines into each and every one of our minds through the efforts and power of the true tzaddikim that they should shine into us, they should be shined into us the true holy faith in Hashem. So that we should attach ourselves to and hold on to Hashem and His Holy Torah, which is our eternal life. However, the divine light that comes down from above is on a very high level. It's unformatted light. And each and every one of us has to format that light based on our receptacle, based on our brain, based on our brain's ability to process that light in a positive way. However, unfortunately, not every person is worthy of and, and succeeds in formatting the light in a positive way. Because unfortunately, the majority of people, their brain, which is the vessel in this case, is not, is not pure and proper. And therefore, when the light comes into our brain, it doesn't necessarily get formatted in a good, positive way. Therefore, Hashem took pity on us and gave us His holy Torah 
248 positive commandments, 365 negative commandments, and the rabbinical mitzvahs, whereby all of these mitzvahs are all holy shapes and forms which enable us to format Hashem's light into a form of blessing. And Hashem warned us to, to guard ourselves from committing any sins, which are all destructive and damaging. And through these sins, a person ends up formatting the light, the opposite of bracha, the opposite of positive. And what we just explained sums up what the entire Torah and all of its mitzvahs are really all about. The whole kavonos hamitzvahs v'sodoseim al pikabolo kulim kozer bozer. And all of the intentions that we're supposed to have when performing mitzvahs and the secrets, the Kabbalistic secrets of the mitzvahs are basically all about what we just explained. Because there are many different levels and many different aspects regarding this issue of formatting that unformatted light in a positive way or in a negative way, And this really sums up all the different character traits, all the spheroes, and all of Hashem's holy names, upon which are dependent all of the different intentions we're supposed to have when performing all the different mitzvahs. What they're all about, it's all about this concept of formatting the light in a positive way, based on that particular mitzvah, whether it's tefillin, whether it's mikvah, whether it's eating kosher. And so, too, the opposite type of result occurs when we commit sins, chas v'shom. And it's upon this, our ability to format the light in a positive way or chas in a negative way, it's related to this, that the whole life of, of man and of all the different worlds is dependent on because we say the Torah and the mitzvahs are our life. Because the main source of life of all human beings and the source of life of all of the worlds is coming from this heavenly light that comes down from above when we're zeichet to format it in a form of blessing. And when we're able to do that, we unify and we bind together 
the light and its vessels, the heavenly light and its vessels. And that's how we draw life. That's, that's life. Just like life is the combination of the soul inside of a body. The body is the vessel, the soul is the light. And again, the life of a person is dependent on this union between the, the soul and the body. And so too, death is caused by a lack of union between these two. Based on what we just explained, if a person were to think about this rationally, it would seem the right thing for a Jew to be willing to die rather than commit any sin for any mitzvah the Torah. Because how in the world would a Jew allow themselves to go against, to violate any mitzvah in the Torah because when a person commits a sin, they go against the mitzvah, they are immediately damaging this formatting of the light based on the, the sin that they commit or whatever it is. And if a person is damaging this process, where are they going to draw life from, spiritual life? However, Hashem's kindness is really very great. And therefore, Hashem warned us not to do this, not to give up our life for every mitzvah. And Hashem decreed and said that no mitzvah stands in the way of endangering or jeopardizing a person's life, chutz, exception, with the exception of three mitzvahs. Because the Torah says Hashem wants us to live by the mitzvahs of the Torah, not to die by observing a mitzvah. Because a Jew's life is very, very precious in the eyes of Hashem. Because a human being, a Jew, throughout his entire life, he's involved in this. To receive divine light from above and format it into a, in the positive form. And that's where we're drawing our life from, our life energy. Because man was created to fulfill the will of Hashem based as expressed in the Torah throughout our entire lives. And that's what enables us to format the light in a format of blessing. Each and every single person based on where their soul is rooted. And it's related to this, upon this, that is dependent the tikkun of all of the different worlds that are associated with and connected to that individual person.
Vialkain, Alcola Vershabitoiro, Yavur Vaalye Horig. And therefore, the law is regarding just about all the mitzvahs in the Torah, all the sins, better to commit the sin rather than to allow oneself to be killed. Because although through our sins we're damaging that formatting, whereby we're supposed to be formatting the light in a positive way, we're damaging that when we commit a sin. Despite that, we are not allowed to allow ourselves to be killed for this reason. Because the life of a Jew is more important and more precious than just about all the mitzvahs of the Torah. Because this person who's being threatened now by a non-Jew, either violate Shabbos or I'm going to kill you. That person, if they live, they will continue, they violate the Shabbos and they live, they'll continue to be formatting the light in a positive way throughout their lives, with through all the other mitzvahs that they're going to be able to continue to perform, which they'll do throughout the rest of their life. As the Gemara says in Shabbos, page 151, that Hashem prefers that a Jew violate one Shabbos rather than die, and thereby end up not observing many Shabbases. Because generally, we, re- we refer to the life of a human being as 70 years. As it says clearly in chapter 90 in Shana, the days of our lives are basically 70 years. And these 70 years that a person lives in this world are tied into and draw from the 70 interpretations of the Torah. They're called the 70 faces of the Torah. And it's through these different interpretations of the Torah that we format the light in a positive way. And for this reason, we are obligated to guard and protect our, our souls and our lives. As it says clearly in the Torah, make sure make, to guard and protect your lives in a very, very serious way. Because as so long as a person is living in this world, he's obviously very needed in this world. To play his or her role in this formatting of the light in a positive way. So that the person will be able to complete all of those 70 faces of the Torah based on his share, based on his roots in the Torah.
And it's for this reason that it's worth it. It's better to commit the sin and not allow oneself to be killed for most mitzvahs. Because if he continues to live, all of those years he continues to live, he will continue formatting the light in a positive way. There was just this one interruption. Whereas there are three sins, worshipping idols, committing adultery, and, and murder, the Torah says, better to allow yourself to be killed rather than to violate one of these three. Because by violating one of these three mitzvahs, the person damages the formatting the light to such a degree to the point where the person twists and turns around the truth to, to make it the complete opposite. We know the Torah is called Emes. And if a person were to do that, if a person were to commit one of these three sins, they're causing such damage that they will, if they continue to live, they will not be able to format the light in a positive way. Because by committing one of these three sins, they've destroyed the truth completely. They've turned the truth around completely upside down. Al Cain, therefore, Regarding these three sins, the rule is better to allow oneself to be killed rather than to commit the sin. And now Rav Nosan is going to explain each one of the three. Because idol worship which is a display of complete denial of, of Hashem, that definitely tears a person out from holiness, from his roots. Because as a result of this person destroying and turning around the, the, the process of drawing this light totally, to the point where the person converts, like out of the religion, the koifer and thus denies Hashem. And this person is allowing themselves to be drawn to idol worship and atheism, as it says in Yermia, chapter 2, the ami heimer kevoidi my nation, my people, the Jewish nation, have Converted, have twi- turned upside down the honor of Hashem with, with no real purpose. It's not going to do anything for them. And therefore, a person who goes ahead and does this worships idols, how in the world can that person continue to live and try to format the light in a positive way? Once this person turned the truth around completely, 
upside down completely, totally. and therefore, Be'emes, the truth is, the Gemara says a person who admits and, and acknowledges and shows respect to idols, it's as if that person is in denial of the entire Torah. And therefore the law is better to be killed, better to die, rather than to violate, than to worship an idol. Because once a person worshipped an idol, that person will no longer ever be able to format the light in a positive way. And it's for this same reason that when it comes to committing adultery, those types of sins, better for the person to allow themselves to be killed rather than do it. Because the main thing that causes the greatest damage to a person's brain is the pigam of adultery. And therefore, a Jew should definitely allow oneself to be killed rather than commit this sin. Because by committing this sin of Gilu Arayas, the person's brain will become damaged to such a degree that once again, this person will never again throughout their life be able to format the light in a positive way. Because regarding committing sins with women, adultery, that type of sin, the Pasuk says, Any person who attaches themselves to such a woman, to an illicit woman, to a woman that's unkosher to him, that person will not return and they will not achieve the path of life. And this is why a, a man, a person is instructed that they must die rather than commit this sin. Because as a result of this type of sin, the person's vessels become totally destroyed, damaged and destroyed to the point where this person will not be able to format the light in a positive way. And therefore, which Jew wants to live that kind of life? where they cannot format the light in a positive way. The light being, exactly. Because just the opposite, the person will end up damaging the light and causing more destruction than good. Because the person's brain has become so damaged. Because the, the, one of the most powerful forms of damaging one's vessels is through adultery, sins like that. Giliarayas. We'll just complete the paragraph and we'll take questions. And so too, if a person is put in a position where they're told, kill this person, otherwise I'll kill you, the person should allow themselves to be killed rather than to kill another person. 
Because we need every single Jew to participate in formatting this, the light of Hashem, in a positive way. Because the entire Jewish nation is included and, and, and originates from the 70 basic souls of the family of Yaakov Avinu. Those 70 souls correspond to the 70 faces of the Torah. By a person, by a Jew, studying those 70 interpretations of the Torah and fulfilling all of them, through this, the person is to format the light in a, in a positive way. And therefore, regarding this sin of committing murder, definitely better to die than to commit the sin. Because the Gemara tells us we do not push aside one person for another person. Who's to say that you're better? Because we need that other Jew's life also, we need them alive to format the light in a positive way. Because even the smallest and lowest Jew, even though that person has no idea whatsoever regarding what we're learning here, despite that, so long as that person is a member of the Jewish nation, they don't deny completely the existence of Hashem and the importance of the Torah. They don't deny it. And such a person is accomplishing major tikkunim, major repairs of the world through that person's actions and the mitzvahs they perform. Because as the Gemara says, even the emptiest of Jews, the person who has the least, least mitzvahs, that person is still filled with mitzvahs like a pomegranate is filled with pits. And that person is achieving major repairs and that person participates in formatting Hashem's light for the good. Any questions, please? Good morning, Rav Nassim. Good morning. Um, I guess there are red lines in every situation. And when Rabbi Nuzal teaches Ein Yush for Olam Klau, how does that relate to these three sins in terms of a person doing them and then, or one of them, and then... Is it game over or? It's not game over, but we're being shown that these three are in a unique category by themselves, where they cause such a degree of damage that if the person were faced with a choice, they should choose death over, over committing these sins. However, if the person wasn't faced with a choice, if a person didn't know, or for whatever reason, they violated one of these three sins, there definitely is tshuva. And I've spoken about this in Shur, and I gave examples for all three. Yisroi, the greatest idol worshiper that ever lived. 
the Torah says he worshipped all the different idols. Did Tshuva came and joined the Jewish people? Not only that, but we're told that he was the major factor in us being able to receive the Torah on Mount Sinai. It was only after Yisrael came and said, I recognize Hashem, the Hashem of the Jewish people, that Hashem announced to all the heavenly angels, we're going down to give the Torah on Har Sinai. Gilu Arayas, the Gemara Navi tells the story of Rabbi Elosu ben Dordaya, a man who would pay any price that was being asked to be with illicit women all over, the, where, wherever he had to travel. The Gemara says one time he had to cross seven bodies of water to get to such a woman. He did it. And yet the Gemara says he ended up doing tshuva to the point where when his soul left him, a voice came out of heaven and said, Ashrecho Rebbe Elazar ben Dordaya, that you're entering into Ganeidin. And Shvichazdomu Murda, we just had Tishabov not that long ago, a few days ago. And the Gemara tells the story of Nevuzaraton, the butcher Nevuzaraton, who butchered hundreds or thousands of men, women, and children. He did this supposedly to subdue the blood of the Navi Zachariah, which was bubbling and boiling, expressing its anger. And then he said, imagine if so many people had to die to appease the blood of one Jew that was killed, what's going to happen to me after I killed and murdered so many Jews? And the Gemara says he went ahead and converted. He converted and became a Jew and, and was accepted. So we see that regarding these three sins, there is true. It's just that they considered so severe they caused so much damage to the total fabric of the Jewish nation, not just to the individual committing the sin, that faced with a choice, better to choose death than commit these sins. Thank you, Rabbi We continue. Paragraph Tesvov, Theato Memela Muvon, Kamo Godel Oitzim Hapegam Shohamachlekes. And based on what we're learning here, Till now, you could understand how huge is the damage that's caused by conflict among the, among Jews. Which ends up resulting in murder in, in several different ways. Uh, meaning embarrassing, insulting someone publicly is considered spilling one's blood. That's considered like murder. To the point where in majority of cases, when people start going against each other and when it intensifies, in many cases, it results in actual murder. Because it's regarding this particular item causing machlekes in among the Jews that the Sahara lies in ambush. This is his greatest thrill. Especially the Sahara lies in ambush against leaders and important, highly respected people in the Jewish nation. 
שרואה להוקם על ישראל, אויסון שכלי מויכין שלהם אינם מסוכנים קוראי. ותהיה צהורה, cease to it, to elevate against the Jewish people, those whose מויכין, whose brain is damaged, is not operating properly, because of the fact that the person engaged in this taiva of zinus, illegal and illicit relationships between men and women, which is very prevalent. And these leaders, because of their desire for personal glory and honor and greatness, Hey, Ms. Goyen, they, they, they act in an arrogant way. They forget their place. They start thinking and believing that they're really tzaddikim, really great leaders of Israel. And it, it, it seems to them that it's mamish based on the Torah that they should be pursuing and persecuting the religious people, whereby they speak against those people, all kinds of evil. They make up all kinds of lies and say all kinds of terrible things about people that are really, really good religious people. Because by these people who engage in Pigama Briz, Taivasniuf, and they become and they, their leaders, by them the truth has become perverted completely, totally. The Bikinas, as the Gemara says, If a person is not pure, if a person isn't Zoicha, then the Torah becomes a deadly poison to them. By this person in being involved in formatting the light as a curse, as a destructive force, because that person's vessels are damaged through their sins. And especially now, regarding these leaders, these wrong type of leaders who did not observe Tikkun Abris in the highest level, and they also have gaiva and everything, these, these types of leaders the majority of the people that come close to these leaders are very damaged in, in Pigama Bris. And, and there are people, major sinners of Pigama Bris among their constituents. And many of these students or, or people that come close to these types of leaders are well known to be major adulterers. Rav Nosenthal says, as is prevalent now during his time. And all of these adulterers, these major sinners of Pigama Briz, they they come close to these leaders with all kinds of trick, all kinds of lies. And this whole gang ends up 
inventing all kinds of lies against the tr- and, and accusations against the true tzaddik, the Anoshel, and his people. To the point where these leaders, these false leaders, these sinful type of leaders, can, can bring about, can announce publicly that it's a mitzvah to murder, to spill the blood of that religious group that they're persecuting. The And all of this comes about as a result of people formatting the light in the opposite of blessing, into a curse. Ali, they kill Kulakelem because these people have damaged vessels. Because the Sahara isn't satisfied with the fact that he gets a Jew to commit a sin, whatever sin it is. Even if the Eid Sahara got this person to commit many major sins, that's not enough for the Eid Sahara. But rather, the main shrewdness of the Eid Sahara is all about tearing out a person completely from the Torah, from Hashem, by the fact that the Eid Sahara lies in ambush and he tries to do everything he can to twist and perverts the person's thinking. As a result of that person's vessels being damaged, because again, they committed Pigama Bris. To the point where this can result in the, in the, the person now converting truth and, and falseness, converting mitzvah and avera totally, to be able to, for the person to come to a, a decision that what, what's, what the Torah, what, what's really an avera, this person considers it a mitzvah and vice versa. To the point where the person will end up considering a sin as something permissible and and also taking it further, considering a sin a mitzvah. To the point where the person cloaks himself in his mitzvahs, in these kinds of mitzvahs of persecuting other Jews, it's a and when a Jew does that, then the Yitzhah has the ability to tear that person away totally from holiness, from Kedusha. However, there is no sin in the world, there's nothing in the world that causes a person to mistakenly, to make a, an Avera into a sin and a sin to a, a, into a mitzvah, to make an Avera into a mitzvah, and a mitzvah into Avera, <clears throat> as great as when it comes to machlokes, when it comes to Jews going against Jews, opposing other Jews. Shom, shom, meraket hamaldovor. That's where the Eight Sahara dances. Ki be'inyin zeh yochel be'kal le'hislavi sh'atzmai v'mitzvahs, because regarding what we're describing here, this makes it easier for a person 
to cloak himself in mitzvahs, make believe he's doing mitzvahs, and to, to take the worst sins in the Torah and turn it, mistakenly perceive it to be major mitzvahs. Because the Eight Sahara entices the person uh, to go against his fellow Jew, that it's a major mitzvah to push that Jew and to persecute him. Because look, he's doing this, he's doing these and these terrible things, so it's a mitzvah to beat him up and to persecute him and everything. Rav Nosenthal says, and this concept that we're presenting here is found in, all over the world in different ways. Because this is a known fact. There is no human being that doesn't have some, some things that are wrong with them, something lacking, some type of bad character trait. However, Hashem commands us not to focus on the bad of, the, of a Jew, but rather to focus on the good things that that person has done. And to try to judge every single person favorably. As our rabbis warn us about this in many places. In many circles of religious Jews, you'll mention the term pigama bris, or they don't they don't know what it is. However, as a result of a person having the desire to, to, to know that they're right, their way is right, and anybody that's doing differently from them has to be wrong, as a result of that kind of attitude, and the machlekes that it leads to, the, the hate and controversy and conflict that it leads to, mizgaber hakates kolbosa, this strengthens the end of mankind, chas the Sahara is always trying to make every effort in the world possible to get people to look only at the negative, at the bad of other people. To search for and analyze and come up with some kind of a negative thing about every single person. And especially against those who are really, really religious, who are really seeking the truth. Whereby the Sahara winds up and, and, and fires up these, these types of people who are against Hashem and against other Jews. He fires them up, especially to look at these other observant Jews with an evil eye, with a negativity. To point out, to find and point out many things that are wrong with these people, many things that they're doing wrong. And to make up against these people all kinds of lies 
to the point where murder becomes a murdering another the, these Jews that they're against becomes a major mitzvah to the point where they declare those people's blood as permissible you're allowed to spill their blood and they end up spilling the blood that these people are against in a many in a, in a major way by insulting them in every type of insult. They embarrass them publicly to the point where it can get to a level where they actually declare that it's permissible to murder one of these people that they oppose, as is what occurred during Rav Nosanzal's lifetime, regarding him and, and the people who were close to him. And all of this is brought about as a result of what we mentioned earlier, as a result of these people, these leaders, these false leaders, because of the fact that their Tikkun Abris is not in perfect order and not in good order, so their vessel is messed up, so they end up interpreting and formatting the light of Hashem upside down. And this is why the prophet cries out in many places, about those shepherds and leaders of the Jewish people who are not leading the generation with kindness the way they're supposed to. Hashem says, my anger is directed against the shepherds. There's another passage that says, Hashem will come with justice against the elders of his nation. And the, the, the officers, the rulers, why did you persecute my nation? And you darkened, you messed up the faces of the poor people. There's another pasuk. Woe is to, to the shepherds that engage in idol worship. They, they bear a sword on their arm against their right eye. His arm should shrivel up, like in the case of Yerof and Benavot. And so too many psukim like this. Because the main damage and destruction that we're speaking about here is caused especially by the shepherds, by the leaders, these wrong types of leaders. Okay, we'll hold it over here for now, Mitzvah I hope we're going to continue Mitzvah this year next week on Monday morning, Eretz Yisrael time, Sunday night, Montreal time, where I hope to be next week, Mitzvah I'm actually leaving for there this morning, Mitzvah Wishing everybody a wonderful day, a wonderful week. Hatzlacha siyate d'shmai in everything we do, we should be zochet to the binyan beis hamikdash, the gula shlema, b'mehera b'amenu amen b'amen.